if you are on the outside of the art world, you're new to Los Angeles, you've been here for 10 years and you haven't been able to figure out how to form some sense of community, OPAF, follow this project because I have uh, friends that I've met you know that invite me to Christmas because <laughs> they know how lonely I am on Christmas because my family doesn't live here and I don't leave town to go visit them okay. so, so mission accomplished <laughs> so 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 Kay uh, so you yeah. have made me less lonely I want you to understand that Great. but I, but I also want people to understand like this is a legit way of meeting people that are like-minded if you're the kind of person don't come here expecting you know the world to be handed to you but if you want to meet other artists that are similarly minded that do it because they don't know they can't help themselves uh opaf is a definitely a place to go uh welcome to what's my thesis i'm your host javier proenza and today my guest is kay niddle founder of uh, uh, i mean i might as well just jump into it i'm kind of starstruck like a little bit i hope that doesn't make you uncomfortable i was so amazed when you knew who i was i mean i don't know that i should not know <laughs> that you shouldn't <laughs> wait why i don't know i mean i know I've sh i i did a thing here but i yeah. just i'm not used to like people recognizing me oh in general but like well, especially that that's sweet <laughs> I mean I got I, I really got started here so and so you are the founder of uh, OPAF other places art fair yeah um, other, and other places as a organization too so other places art fair is a branch of, of other places of oh okay yeah, I did not yeah. know that we can talk about that too. yeah yeah for yeah. sure well tell us a little bit about that too oh yeah so well OPAF other places art fair that you're familiar with um, Oh, God, we started in 2017, I think. Um, and the idea was just to have... Am I supposed to look at... You get to look specific? at me, the camera, okay, however you I'll want to. Okay, I'll look at you. It's easier. <laughs> um, yeah, we, I started OPAF, uh, Other Places Art Fair, as an extension of this um, blog that I had started called otherplaces.la. And what that was was like a... Um, essentially like a picture post of shows that were happening in uh, art shows that were happening in spaces that were not um, traditional. So, you know, at the time, this is again, like in 2017, there were a lot of spaces popping up, um, not just in, L in LA, but kind of like everywhere. Um, for whatever reason, people were opening galleries or starting galleries or art spaces in like their basement or in like a shed out back or in a car that they would drive around. Um, I remember that one. Yeah. And I was living in San Pedro at the time where we are now. And I had a house uh, with a flagpole. So I was doing, I was just like, okay, I'll turn the flagpole into a gallery. So I was doing a flagpole gallery and then I was doing a um, uh, sculpture space that only existed on Instagram. Uh, but the work was shown in my backyard, um, but nobody could come see it in real life. You could only see images of it. So I was playing around with the idea of like, you know, alternative spaces and what happens when you show work other places. And I kept saying like other places, other places. And so I started this blog, um, other places as a like a catch all to define anything outside of, um, you know, the, the typical art space. And um I was doing this blog and then I just sort of started kicking around the idea of like, you know, like all these art fairs that happen and, and 
that whole industry, I was just like, okay, well, what if there's like a parallel version where um, people who exist in these other places can actually bring their their uh, bring this conversation to a site um, that's kind of neutral, uh, but also weird and would make total sense. Um, and we would have an art fair. And so that's where other places art fair started. And that was just like, it was tongue in cheek at first. It was just like a way to get people together, um, a way to have the public come see all this stuff in one place rather than like, you know, I, I don't know. There were like a lot of the spaces pop up and disappear after like one show, right? Like, yeah. or they're all over the place. And so you'll hear about something like two weeks after it happened and, um, so my idea was just like, okay, well, like, let, we'll get everyone in one, um, one location. And, At Angels Gate Park. And that was here. Um, and, uh, you know, like, just have everyone have a, a public conversation, like, show whatever you want to show. Um, we, keep, we kept the cost really low. It was, it's virtually, like, I mean, it's not free to participate, but it's, it's pretty... Um, easy to participate and that's part of it too it was just like an event that wasn't cost prohibitive an event that was just like as free as possible and that could reflect you know what's going what people were already doing do, do have I mean have people I don't know how removed you are from like people telling you what it's meant to them um I is mean that, is, is it my mic or your mic I can't tell. Um, I think I, we'll, we'll, we'll make do. Yeah, we'll figure it's it out. It's still not the worst. No, <laughs> I mean, the wind sound is really nice, actually. I like it. It's like it's it's not debilitating wind sound, but it's still like, you know, not ideal. I mean, the, I'm, I'm, the problem is that I'm also the sound engineer. So. Yeah. Well, the, I mean, the sound itself um, or the wind itself is part of, of, where, of our where location. Where we are. And yeah. then there's nothing. And also that's like, I mean, just to tie it back in, I, I'll answer your question in a second, but like the wind has become such a part of OPAF too that like, <laughs> I mean, that's also part of, um, you know, doing it here and this idea that I had to do an art fair. I was just like, okay, like on top of like what happens when you gather all these, you know, alternative spaces, it's just like, what would happen if you had an art fair outside? It's like, we live in LA, why not do it? And um sometimes they get rained out and we have to reschedule them sometimes the wind is a lot of times the wind <laughs> is crazy because we're right on the ocean and we're on a peninsula we are we're on, like surrounded by wind <laughs> yeah we're surrounded by wind and water and so like don't ever don't let anyone tell you i'm not up for a challenge <laughs> yeah <laughs> um and i mean that's yeah i mean that's kind of the fun of opap too it's like yeah. it becomes a challenge for everybody too to, to like even set up like it's like you, everyone's scrambling around to find rocks to like hold papers down. And, when you, and you, it's tents. pack in, pack out. You can't leave, yeah. over, leave stuff overnight, really. So Yeah, you can't. So, yeah. So um, the wind is has become part of like a, you know, a material, <laughs> I guess, for me. So I, I like the sound of it just to get. But um, your question was... Has, has I mean, anyone? I mean, it's basically because I'm about to uh, uh, <laughs> tell, told you like what this play, what this fair means to you. It, to well, people? yeah, I mean, it's like it's really a big deal. I I don't know if anyone's told you like the way that I'm about to tell you, but like I I've met some of my best friends and uh, like 
in this fair. Shout out to them. But like, this is. I remember. I I think I've only missed one, and it. Uh, though though that was the one the year of COVID, and I and I only missed it because I didn't know it was happening because I just fell out of the loop. Uh huh. But I and I was like. More remorseful, but I went to the last one. It was the first one I wasn't like helping someone install something or, <laughs> or something like that. Yeah, like yeah. I just came as a person. Uh-huh. It, it blew my mind how like I I mean because I did the uh, I think maybe 2019 was the one that I did, probably because you said 2017 the show started 2018. I don't think I had my shit together enough uh-huh. to do it by nine like the first year, but um. But yeah, I mean, this has been like, like, I remember this last time I came through and I was like, man, all these people that I know and I know specifically from this environment. And I remember the first time I came, I didn't know anybody here. You uh-huh. know, uh, the person that introduced me was Molly Schulman. You, you yeah, know yeah. her, right? Uh-huh. Uh, made in L.A. Yeah. So I, I really like, I, I mean, in terms of inspiring the show, like I can't credit you enough because yeah the podcast existed but that ethos of just like that diy like i mean it it it's a home you know what i mean yeah yeah like i'm trying not to get choked up but like this is <laughs> no seriously like you you should hear that and and i should embarrass you publicly oh, because you. this has been a really really this is one of the most uh impactful projects that i've been able to participate in oh. you know yeah like, that's super sweet like i i mean but I'm, it's also true i'm not i'm, a, I'm well, not prone to saccharin okay <laughs> um well thank you i mean i think like for for me the i mean the drive to to do it was just also about like um the idea of this community that's like in LA, especially, you know, where we're based, um, it, it can seem real. like you can, like, sure, you're, you're aware there's a community of like-minded people out there and you see people at, you know, <laughs> art events and openings and whatever, or, and you like have studio visits and you do all these like art things. But I think it's just like the sheer like distance here between, yeah. you know, people that sometimes makes it feel disjointed or or not like a a, what we think of as like an actual community and like um part of the beauty i guess of of how it's all come together and continues um is just that like it's i don't know it's like an organic um yeah, it's like an amoeba of of like um simmer uh, like-minded people who uh, you know it's a reason for everyone to kind of like get together and talk and actually see what they're doing and and I mean I think of it almost more like a discussion than a you know than an art fair or something it's like mm-hmm. um and I think of myself in the role that I'm in as just like a facilitator of like communication or something and and I think that's what's made it a special event right like it's just like my only intent is to really just like give people an excuse to 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 do do their thing you know and like and then in turn like it I don't know there's like an outward expansion of that right like then like you know like maybe or if you're not already doing something maybe you come and you see someone who is and you're just like oh wait a minute like you mean I can just like start a podcast cool like why not like oh I can like open a gallery cool like you know and and I think like that's just like the general vibe of OPAF too is just like 
it's a it's a supportive like place and it's it's generative in that way that like um yeah I mean it's communal and it's generative and I try to like facilitate more than just like have hands in it and I think that's what keeps it well, that, you know, that's alive. why I was, I mean, you kind of do, like, you are, you, I, we have interacted before, like I said, when we first, uh, uh, I just, it's, it's one of those things, like, you never know if someone, like, has you registered in their memory banks, uh-huh. but, but, <laughs> I, but I think it's because of that, like, that, that you, you are just there, you're not like, hey, this needs to be, I mean, I'm sure if someone breaks some rule, I remember the year that you, you were definitely asking people to turn down <laughs> the music. So you are, you do have some responsibilities that you take on like that. I don't want to minimize what you, what your role is, Yeah. but, but you definitely, you're just there as like a supporter. It's kind of like, you know, when, uh, in star Wars, when, when Han Solo, like, or sorry, Luke Skywalker looks over and Obi-Wan's there as a ghost. Like that's kind of your <laughs> Sure. So yeah. Just a supportive that like works. idea in the back. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but, yeah, and, and also you're always so busy, so that's why we've never had like a chance to really sit down and talk. Yeah, and I'm always like, I was like, just like, <laughs> shit, I gotta get this done. I think that like, yeah, I mean, I think that's also by design too. It's just like I try to, I like, uh, uh, I guess we should talk about where we are a little bit yeah. to make sense of what I'm about to say. But like, so we're we're at Angel's Gate Park which is this chunk of land um, in San Pedro. Um, we're sitting on top of a, uh, an old, uh, like a building that was a, mili- like a military storage building because this used to be an um, Air Force base. Now it belongs to the city of Los Angeles. This specific chunk of it, of the park, belongs to Angels Gate Cultural Center, which is an art center here, so there's artist studios and things like that. The art fair itself happens in the battery that's behind us, which used to be, um, again, military. And there was like you know, uh, missiles and guns. Starting in World War One. there were guns pointed at the Pacific behind me. Um, the space gets decommissioned in the 70s, gets handed over to the city. And then all these little things crop up in it. So Angels Gate Cultural Center are the ones who let me do OPAF here. Mm-hmm. Um, that being said, um, this space itself is like this weird, not quite public, not quite private. No one knows whose it is. It like, doesn't belong to the U.S. military anymore. Kind of belongs to the city of Los Angeles, but is kind of like like you know like cared for by angels gate cultural center but then there's like the the hill behind this here that you can't see like there's a border between like there's the marine exchange which is um i I always say like air traffic control for boats but i guess that would be like sea traffic control or whatever but anyway but um you know so it's just like then there's like there are these borders like these invisible borders between the organizations too and things like that well just so a, a detail yeah. of the marine exchange center is so that people have a sense of how 
because it's it's a chill space and it's nice and relaxed but there's literally a, a pow flag a missing pow flag out there so it gives you a sense of like the history of this place you're not just in like and you know and it is kind of carved in like a battery so yeah that that visual like i people that have come to this event and i just want to interject and i'll probably say this six or seven times but if you want to network in the art scene i mean nothing has been more effective than being part of OPAF. Like, you don't even have to have a necessarily a space. <laughs> I want to encourage people to participate, mm. you know? Uh, we can get back into the Angel Gate stuff, but when is when is the... Um, but I just don't want to forget. When is when are you do the uh, applications open? Well, that's funny you should ask because and not um, to put pressure on you to have that figured out. Just no, like. there is none. <laughs> there's nothing scheduled at the moment. Um, so in the past, I've seen it around June. Am I, am I remembering that correctly? Well, yeah. So there was a shift. Like the pandemic, we it used to be a spring oh. event. It used to be like the first two were in March, okay. I think. And then that just got too crazy um, because of the weather. Like it mm. would always, like I would I would be trying to be like, you know, calm about the whole thing, but I would be watching like the, as far out forecast as I could. So like 14 day forecast and I would see like rain in the forecast and then 10 day forecast, there'd be like rain and then the rain would go away. And then the seven day forecast. We just came out of that too. Yeah, it was <laughs> like, just like, it. it was that. And like, and to be like an organizer of an event and just be like, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. Like it's supposed to rain. What, like, and then it's going to rain one day, but not the other day. So do you, what do you do? Do you, and so there were two years where like without fail in LA, I guess, if you plan something outside in the winter, it's going to rain. Like, that's if you want it to rain, just plan something. That's as sure as like but, <laughs> one of your wipe. When it does finally rain, one of your wipers is broken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> it's just fully. dried out. <laughs> um, so, so then, I, I don't know. You know, pandemic happens, and that one had to get canceled. Like that. So yeah, that was kind of like the last straw. Like I was just like, it was March. Um, March pandemic, like the weekend before that Monday when the world shut down, right? Was when yeah. that OPAF was supposed to happen. And it was supposed to, uh, there was going to be uh, Lombi, which um, Made in LA had the lawn ornament thing. Yeah, yeah. Which I made stuff for. I was so excited about that. And I was, so, but you guys, you, you did do a pandemic when you did it in we, the, on September of that year or over the following year? The following year. Well, so we did an online one. Okay. We did, uh, we did virtual OPAF that so year. So that's the one that I missed. Yeah. So virtual OPAF happened and that was, that was great too. And then, but, but that was like a, like case in point, like it was just sort of like, okay, like let the, um, the situation kind of like dictate like how OPAF plays out that year, right? Like it got canceled, but not canceled. And then we, we did some events throughout the, the year, um, in, in September we did an online version and then we did a few outdoor events like, um, uh, satellite kind of things. We didn't do anything here. And then. So from that point on, then it shifted to like a September thing. And I was just like, there's something nice about September after the summer. It's still hot. It's, but you, I don't have to worry about the rain. Um, so now I just have to deal with the wind and the sun. Um, so then the next year we did it in September and now we're on a September cycle. I'm so glad we did this at three. I just remembered the sun. Yeah. The sun <laughs> is beautiful. Um, but that being said, like, um, you know, it, it I don't want to say like um, 
Yeah, I don't know. Like, uh, there's, there's, at this point, at this point, there is no plan to do one in LA this September. Um, and the focus has shifted a little bit on doing. I did one in Northern California last year, mm. in Santa Rosa last May, and um, there might be a shift to just traveling on, only a northern california one for the next few years oh okay um then be- I'll, I'll have to drive uh, and and like cat Luigan used to drive down here <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's it's drivable it's yeah, great yeah. um it's close enough and and it's it just becomes about like i mean almost like the like what i was saying about the weather like it almost becomes about that it's just like where does it feel like it needs to happen at any given time like I I feel like um, there's also like a you know there there is a, I don't I don't know like a shift in momentum a little bit too like post pandemic where like I see with OPAF like before the pandemic when everyone was just like doing whatever they wanted going wherever they wanted not thinking twice about things not like worrying about like you know, these catastrophes after catastrophe after catastrophe. It was like, I don't know, simpler times or something, right? Like, oh, yeah. And so now I, I, not that, I mean, I think there are less spaces like there were when I started it. And so what's interesting to me now is just like, what does, like, what is an alternative space now, right? Like, what is, um, like, what would... Uh, an like a version of opath look like now if i kind of like retooled it and really thought about um you know the like what are those what are those spaces now right like i don't know what those spaces are right now and i don't think anyone really does because it's just like you know people are still having shows in galleries and still having openings and things like that but people are also still like oh like are we wearing masks? Are we not wearing masks? Do I stay home? I feel way more comfortable staying home. <laughs> I'm just going to look at things like on my phone anyway. And and it's gone back to this thing that started, ironically, that that kind of like started the whole thing for me, which was that I had started a, a, a sculpture space that only existed on people's phones, you know, and now I'm just like, okay, it's, it's kind of come full circle. So like, um, so OPATH, will continue to happen and i but i just don't know like where when how Mm. at this point well it's also fair because it's like super i i mean i can complain about putting out an episode every week but it's still not as much i deal with one artist at a time (laughs) yeah i mean like i I, is there was okay i I guess the question is was there an anxiety like ramp up for this uh, like was it or what was it all pleasant like what what is your because for, we t- we t- for d- just doing it every oh, year it. you know like every year that you've done it because basically one of the things that's very well documented on the show is people like you people like molly people that just people like carl barada that like there's not something there's something not right with us that we just spent all this time on this thing that has no capitalist value. Yeah. Like, I mean, there's obviously, I'm being ironic when I say there's something not right I, with those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, but you know, it's like, it's like, it's not like, I'm never, I would rather be successful at the podcast and have my art practice than like be, a, uh, you know, 
a top tier million dollar selling artist that just is too much stress on my art you know yeah and i think that there's a huge community of people that just care about art you know and like like money laundering aside (laughs) are not are not interested in that and so to me what like I obviously have my feelings with this. I know that Molly talks about being stressed out whenever she has to do Made in L.A. Because honestly, I mean, it, it's a, it's a, even it, in any capacity, anytime you're you're reaching out and doing an open call, it's gonna be a lot of work. Yeah. So so how do you how do you, do you have anxieties like that, or is it or is it just excitement, pure joy? Um. Yes, to, <laughs> to both. both. <laughs> um, yeah, like I mean, sorry for answering the question. Yeah, no, totally. <laughs> but you know the answer already. It's just like yes to both. It's like why do you do what you do? It's like you you love it and you do it, and like there are stresses and anxieties and like you know difficulties and that come with it. But then like there's a drive there, right? Like yeah. to to because you love it. There's a passion, and and I still have that passion and I still have that drive and like um yeah like I think like but like you know there are there are aspects of of like organizing an event that are just like not fun um or like annoying you know like to just to bring it uh, like because I don't think I ever answered the question about like what are you mentioned about like the you know like it's a pretty chill event, but then like, you know, there are things I have to run around and do stuff or whatever, but there are things like that too. Like where I'm just like, yeah, it would be great to just like not worry about anything, but then it's just like, Oh, like a piece might fall over on somebody. Right. Like then you have to like think about that kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah. Like, um, you know, there are people What's have to the park cr- and, and drive. Is, I wasn't going to ask you who I like for gossip, but, because I didn't want to be like, who is the most annoying person you've had? But what is the most dangerous situation you've experienced here that you were like, ah, maybe we can't do that? Well, yeah, it's weird. Like, so no one isn't, no one's hard to deal with. And that's what's like, either by design or by pure luck. Like, well, I, I think I've anytime never... you, you, anytime someone has to take the initiative, there's a screening process. Yeah. There's a, there's definitely like a screening process so that that helps. There's definitely like, you know, like, like, um, I don't want to call them hurdles, but there's just like, you know, it's just like, and I think like at this point when whoever, anyone who's involved at this point kind of like understands what, what the, um, project is right. And understands what the event is. So, so, so I've, it's been great. Like I have, I've never had issues with, um, you know, like bratty artists or, or like, you know, like whatever, like it's been, I am so jealous. it's been, yeah, it's been so <laughs> smooth. Um, there have been pieces, even when like, so this past year, just for an example, there was, um, there was a flag piece. There's a giant flagpole over there. That's also part of the military base, which is, is the, the pink one, Corey Vaughn? Well, the, the, it wasn't Corey's piece. It was um, Best Practices piece, I think. Um, I might be getting this wrong now. but um, Oh, I wasn't here that day. Okay, I heard about that. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it was a super, it was like, I don't know how long. It was a few hundred foot, flat, like, long flag banner. Um, there's a flagpole here that we're allowed to use, um, which is also like weirdly like kind of the reason I started doing OPAP in the first place is because I wanted to like use that flagpole. Um, and we get to use it now, but, um, 
But the flag was just gigantic and it was really windy and it seemed like, oh, no big deal. It'll be fine. And it was like whipping around and hitting the buildings. And there are people's studios there. And, you know, there's there's it, 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 it was dangerous, I suppose. Um, and we had to take it down. But even that, like, you know, the artist, the, the space, myself, like, we were just like, okay, like, so what can we do? Like, it wasn't like, oh, my God, like, I expected to have this up all weekend. Yeah, and, yeah, like, yeah. you're ruining everything. Like, everyone's just kind of like, yeah, it makes sense. Like, <laughs> we, no one wants a giant, like, banner flapping them in the face. Okay, so, like, let's lower it and let's figure something else out. And then it was, like, it was laying in the grass. And then that became part of it it like we we had to like keep it under control for the you know so that it wasn't flying around and like it becomes performative in that way and like i think like you know most things kind of like happen that way like it's it's very hands-off i there is i don't know if someone wants to wanted to do something that like is clearly uh sketchy or like dangerous you know like at the at the very beginning before we even like get to that point like i would have a discussion you know and mm -hmm. and it's happened a few times but um and mainly just because this is not my space i mean it's like if you own old, this land <laughs> yeah if i own the land sure like if i if that was my i don't know if i if that was my building my studio like i wouldn't mind a flag whapping against it but like i understand that like you know other people in there might bother it that like if a window broke like ultimately angels gate cultural center's responsible for it because it's their building and then like that becomes a liability thing with them and um and i get that and and everybody i think who's involved gets that right like it's just like i mean it's the nature of like just like okay like we're having an art fair like outside in the middle of san pedro like in the elements in like trees and grass and stuff so it's just like everyone's kind of comes into it with this idea like okay like we have to figure this out but and, i imagine that all art fairs are like that <laughs> no and that's i mean that's the point is like just imagining gallerists freaking out <laughs> oh yeah and, and i mean like like i don't have to deal with any of that thankfully because i think it's just like Again, at this point, like, I think there's an understanding, but like... Do you think it's because there's not enough money behind it? I wonder if that, if that, if like, if, if you were showing like uh, multi-million dollars, that probably changes the context of everything, you know? Yeah, but yeah. I, th uh, yeah, but like, I think and that And then Angel's like, Gate is like, why aren't you paying up? I mean, not that they would. I'm just saying in this hypothetical parallel universe, in evil Angel's Gate par parallel universe. Well, just in like, in like, if this were about capital right like yeah. then like it's just like, or you know that kind of money um these things would come into play more for sure right yeah. like it's just like well there's lot there's the liability issues even when i said you if you own this land like that wouldn't no, because then I would be like, no, I wouldn't want like a, like a million people here because what if someone trips and falls? Like, I don't have to think about that stuff at least. Um, but I think like, yeah, I don't know. I think like most participants, I I I has it. I I don't know. I almost feel like saying like all part all the participants like. Um, do it because of because there are no like I don't know it's challenging it's fun it's different it's like it's like 
the most annoying thing is that like for most people who participate is just like finding out that there's no like power yeah you know like oh where do i plug something in and then but then like it's like once those conversations happen early on and we do site visits too like whenever i do the fair um people come out and walk around for the day which is really important to me too like just so i'm just like find your spot you know like like really like understand this space understand this the land that you're going to be like setting up on and then like i think once it clicks for people and they're just like oh okay cool like i'm not being provided a 10 by 10 white cube with electricity but i'm i can like hang shit from a tree <laughs> like that's wild right and then you remember what i then, did i just i put spikes in the ground put up studs and just had drywall. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was like one of my favorite solutions to any problem I've ever had. Totally. And like you had to solve that problem. And I think like it, it ultimately it makes it like, um, if you guys go back and listen to that episode, it's marked as the other places are, uh, it's uh, with Josh Shadle, who uh -huh. I recently let me record at full compress. Yeah. Um, and you will never hear me more tired than I was on that. Day. <laughs> yeah. There's no, like I, I didn't even document. I was and I asked my friends to take pictures and they were like, I don't know, man. <laughs> yeah. Well, it becomes like a marathon kind yeah. of thing too, because like we can't, it's a public, like nobody like guards the space. Right. Like, yeah. and so like things can't stay set up overnight. We can't set up until that morning. And then like, everyone's just like exhausted. And then like, you have to take things down right away. So there's like, there's kind of like no time to process anything <laughs> also, which I love about it. Yeah, it's, like, there's some trauma bonding. Yeah, <laughs> and, it, and, and then when the wind starts and tables start flipping over and like, I, I mean, it, it sounds like crazier than it is, but like, um, but yeah, I don't know. Like what, like all of that stuff is, is part of it. I mean, it's just, um, no, that is, that is my favorite part. You used to do, so the, the this last one was two days. Was the 2019 one two days as well? Or was that just the, the first year was one day. Everything the else. Second is, year, the, and every subsequent one was, yeah. Like, um, I did. I can't believe I came down here two times. I don't even remember that. Well, that's what, yeah. Like you I just, don't, I, 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 I could have sworn when I came last time and there were two days, I was like, but yeah. And now, I mean, I can't argue with you. Yeah, no. We, <laughs> You're telling it, like, me I was here twice. <laughs> no. Yeah. The very first, the very first one was only one day. I think it was on, it was on a Saturday and then, um, I must have just left up the uh, the, the the drywall walls and then taken Without, all the art, yeah, yeah and taken I the think, artwork. I mean that's what most people most do. people tend yeah. to do. It's just like okay, what am I okay leaving overnight? Um, but even recently, I mean, every time I come here, I I meet someone new. Like yeah. I met some guys from uh, the Syntax Project. People were really nice. Yeah, like, yeah. Now I'm like uh, Instagram best friends with everybody. <laughs> it really is. It's I I can't understate it. I mean, I'm trying not to be upset that you said that there's not going to be one this year. I mean, I'm not going to hold that. Well, there will you. be something. <laughs> right? Like I'm I mean, kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah, I'm kidding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pouting for my own purposes. Yeah. I mean, I am. <laughs> I'm still me. <laughs> yes. But um, yeah, yeah. No, but I mean, actually, the the first thing that occurred to me when you said that it might be happening in uh, up north is that like it, that sounds totally worth it to me look i right now the, i took a break during covid i stopped doing the show so the show is not even at its peak its peak came after i did opaf uh -huh. uh, after i did opaf i've never had more 
listeners and i just didn't understand the nature of the beast that you ha that if you stopped you would lose everything and so i was just like oh, i'm gonna take a little bit of a break i took like six months or something like that and then it was just i, ju I just realized oh no i have to start from scratch now but doing opaf was like one of the biggest things that that uh, for this for this podcast because people saw me people people got to see past guests of the show they saw that like i put and i, I we need to i mean i kind of have to apologize because i know that molly says molly said i'm off the hook but i applied for a very small space and only paid for a very small space uh -huh. and completely forgot about that when i went huge ambitious uh -huh. so i may owe you some no but some that piece. that also like <laughs> like it's funny you bring that up too because there's like th there are fees but like i don't like <laughs> I, mean, I know, but I don't I feel go around with like a, a tape measure. <laughs> and I'm just like, you paid for this. It's my like, it's my own personal guilt, oh, and I no, wanted to con uh, confess to you it, it, that it, I that it, I may it, have taken advantage it, of your kindness at one oh, point. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> Thank you for being honest. You can buy me a coffee or something, and we'll call it even. Um, but yeah, I also just want to point out though that too, like so, OPAF. I, I started by saying it's like a, you know, a branch. A, a branch of like the larger thing. And so like what I'm excited about right now is like I've um, so other places is now a 501c3 nonprofit arts organization, which with like OPAF operating under under it. Um, and you've also done the book fairs as well. Yeah, yeah, we've set up at book fairs and stuff, and that and that will be a component of other places too, as well. Like where we will do some publishing, uh, you know, like a small press. And um, what I'm excited about now is just like sort of focusing on uh, um, it being like um, like an uh, like what I learned from OPAF and about this idea of like you know bringing starting these conversations and and you know i say networking like i always cringe when i say that word networking because of what that word has become you know well, for it's, us it's just it, become like a it's in, it's it like you in this scene you make sincere friends so that's why that word feels a little wrong yeah and you're just like Ugh. like like there yeah. like there's like a a, a a malintent like a you know like you're just sort of like oh i'm networking for the sake of like gaining something yeah i don't mean it that way i mean it in the purest sense of the word like just meeting, like meeting people that have yeah, common interests. Uh, meeting people with common interests and then like sort of like expanding your community, right? And like and and having a more like um, lively conversation with with uh, with other people. Um, but now that like I have become and other places has become a a nonprofit, the idea is to then sort of like make a version of OPAF essentially like that doesn't just rely on like maybe OPAF still happens and there's still like an event where physically people are like in the same place but it's just like how can you do the same thing like by you know like um making money available for somebody to do a project that they that they maybe are hesitating about because they don't have like you know the means to do it or like you know all these things that are like the foundation of why I started it you know which is just like take money out of the equation take the, that roadblock away like where you're just sort of like because I mean that's what art fairs are for right like art fairs are to sell work mm -hmm. and uh, simply like it's a it's a trade show for art right 
Um, and they become, uh, yeah, they become like cost prohibitive for a lot of people. They become like, and then making your money back, making money, selling becomes like the drive, the stress, the headache, and like the reason for them to exist. And then, so like once that happens. Do you happens, feel like a lot of people feel that way about OPEF? No, not at all. Oh, okay, okay. No, no, no. That's right, what I'm so, saying. All right, cool. I'm yeah. following you now. No, okay. yeah. So what I'm saying is just like when I started OPEF, like that was sort of like also its core intention was just like, okay, like it doesn't really cost anything to participate. Um, there are small fees just to kind of keep me sane. But like, what like what if you took away like all the stress and headache and and like you know monetary bullshit from like an art fair and like basically let everyone do whatever they wanted to and still call it like you know an art fair experience and so um in what i want to do with other other places as a you know arts organization right now is essentially that like it's just like okay like hands off on my end as much as possible but have this this network this community this thing in place that in in different ways encourages people to just continue to try things right and just like i don't know like how do what I, i'm not 100 percent clear on what 504 501c3 is a nonprofit. It, or, did uh, I just say uh, the Levi's number? <laughs> yeah, five hundred one jeans. Five hundred one button fly. <laughs> yeah, a five hundred one c three is a uh, an organization that doesn't have to pay tax. Essentially, right? Like you're a, you're a nonprofit organization. Cool. We have a board. We have like you have to have all the like. So how many people are involved in the board and whatnot? <laughs> currently, a handful. Um, uh, that's also like where my focus is right now too, is like building, um, this is, I mean, this is just sounds really ambitious. So I'm like, well, yeah, compressed. it's, it, you're, you're like, it's you, a lot. You're kind it's, of on the, not full compressed, but fulcrum arts kind of tip now too. Right. Cause there are, there are 501 jeans as well. Yeah. There are Levi's 501 jeans as well. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just like, it becomes like any, anything like, um, like Angel's Gate is a, arts yeah. nonprofit, right like it's just like and that but, it means we can apply for grants it means that we can like um well Monta Vista, project i know that yeah, Monta, Monta Vista is under a fulcrum so you can have projects like ours too now exactly yeah like yeah like, so like you like there are project there are spaces like for example with Monta Vista as a space we don't have necessarily the resources to make our own 501c make our own board right. that's not really how our structure works anyways yeah. because it's kind of a roving group of people that come in and then they 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 take part and then whenever they're ready to leave they move on uh so it's a lot less paperwork but it i mean th th that's why it's really interesting that you're taking this route i mean i, I think that this is as as sad as I am that the, that I don't know when the next OPAF is, <laughs> I'm glad that you're behind this stuff. There but, will, yeah. I, I mean, mean, I I, there I definitely be... believe in in projects that you, <laughs> that you, in your ability to materialize projects that are successful. Yeah. So. Thanks. Um. I mean, yeah. And I think it's it's also like the same way that for me OPAF was about like. Uh, 
playing around with the idea of what an art fair is or what that even means, what those two words mean when they're separate, when they're together, art fair, I mean, um, you know, it's just like sort of like the same approach I think I, I'm taking with like, what is an arts organization, right? Like what is, what's the function of it? What can we, what can I do and what can we do um, as uh, an organization that's just there to like support and to support projects and um, generate ideas, right? Like it's just like I don't even know what that looks like. I don't know what what any of it looks like, but it's just like just if there's a support system in place, then maybe those those things kind of like start to appear and make more sense and I think um yeah it's not to say that like OPATH the event doesn't serve a purpose anymore I mean I think it does I didn't mean to like no no and it sounds like you're building infrastructure where which would facilitate this to be less burdensome on you as well Uh, I mean not that it's a burden but like if you have a network and a structure like I like I literally just said how we are an offshoot of another thing Mm -hmm. so it just it's it sounds like what you're you're building infrastructure it's like how, how some people now are buying their Web3 addresses and stuff like that for the future. Yeah. You're building the infrastructure for uh, the, the next phase of OPAF, which doesn't necessarily like not include. But I think, I think it's also interesting what you said. I think that there is a lot of validity. I can speak for Monta Vista projects mm. in particular. Like, it, oh, oh, um, what's it called? COVID made it really difficult mm-hmm. and and we're all still kind of as human beings but aside from any any anything as human beings we're all like uh, Emily Silver who I just recently interviewed I don't know if you know her but I like to credit people mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. she she was saying that um I forget what she was saying but basically <laughs> the point <laughs> the point is that uh that that like uh, oh yeah she was saying that like we're all still coming out of this with trauma right mm-hmm. like we this has been like a huge change we've re like we were still saying that we're, we're still not sure if we're supposed to wear masks mm-hmm. and and you know some of the information that used to be called bad is now like legit and like people you know there's also like trauma <laughs> in being like called a conspiracy theorist and and <laughs> and people not wanting to like admit that they were wrong about certain things. Uh-huh. Uh, you can tell I lost an Instagram account. <laughs> 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 but but I'm saying like just on that level, it's still hard. So to have the wherewithal to like move, I mean, I a hundred percent stopped doing the podcast during COVID because I was not mentally fit to do it i just did not have any goodness to give out i was going through that like oh me and me all the time and i i have some things i don't like about me so much that everybody like it was a universal thing like you're nodding your head like yeah there there's never been an event (laughs) like that i mean oh that's all you could do yeah right like um yeah i think like Yeah, just like um yeah, to do to do that, your space, to make a space, you know, to make your art. So it seems like it actually seems like a good moment to to set up because I think that will come back. Yeah, yeah, well, I think also like I mean, it's it's this conversation that I had started when I started the event like which was about like it's so much about sight and 
site specificity and like when like yeah I don't know like uh, that's why like I mean it was really interesting for me to do one in a different city like uh, like we did it in a park in Santa Rosa and it felt totally different but it felt totally right also you know it felt like oh that's where it needed to be at that moment and um I guess like I'm like I'm also interested in like what that looks like when I mean it's become such a part the LA OPAF has or San Pedro OPAF has become such a part of like this site um that like I'm also interested in like what does it mean to like move it to other sites right like what what happens when you like insert it other other places I just say it all the time but like but that's where like you know it's like when I have uh you know like the organization itself and it doesn't really exist anywhere I mean it exists uh, you know in all of our hearts yeah in all of our hearts and online and like in the ether but like does it need to even like live in does this event need to happen here does it need like what happens if you move it to another location what happens what other spots have you thought of other than 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 the santa rosa park well that's that's what's interesting too it's like there like i haven't you know like Mm -hmm. i can't like this this what if you find another abandoned military base barracks yeah then maybe like this space made total sense like when i found this site like and when i thought about doing the um you're like fucking bugsy (laughs) like standing in the middle of the desert (laughs) i i don't i love this place and i have learned to love it and think of it as an art art fair space but no i would have never stood here and been like oh yeah the flamingo casino (laughs) yeah no i mean i spent a lot of time like when mugsy siegel Bugs, Bugsy. Anyway, M- whatever. Bugsy. I'm confusing Muggsy him with a short basketball. Siegel. Mugsy Malone or Mugsy Siegel. Anyway, we're <laughs> we're out yeah. of our debts. Go ahead. Um, yeah. <laughs> this, like, yeah, no, like when I moved down here, I moved to San Pedro from uh, Silver Lake, um, and so I was like in LA, proper east east side of LA, and um, moved down here, and it was just like. It was crazy. I was like walking, like we, you go for hikes and you're walking at a park and all of a sudden you're like, uh, like in a bunker, you know, like you're like, it's just, it's crazy. Or there's like, um, sunken cities in San Pedro, which is a part of San Pedro that in the twenties, late twenties, early thirties, I think there was an earthquake. And so a neighborhood slid down the cliff and whatever. And, like, there's ruins here, you know? Like, there's, like, I... It's it's bizarre. Like, you don't there was that find one, that. There was like, that one year that um, Nina Sarnella did the, the... Like, had the... Or actually, it was the same year, because she had one of those stations here. She had the Air Force One piece. That, that little area, 
that's kind of where I wanted to record. Yeah. <laughs> I know it's technically not Angel Skate Park. Oh, uh, yeah, the, the tunnel. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's yeah. that tunnel, and then you get yeah. into this, like, amphitheater. It's It looks like it's out of a James Bond movie. Yeah, it's it, wild. Like, you could and film an action to the end of a James Bond movie there where, like, there's parkour, you know? Yeah, uh, totally. And, I mean, it's just, like... It, and we're close so... to the Korean... The Korean friendship belt I can point to from here. Yeah. It's that way. Yeah, I mean, there's, like, there's all this... There's layers upon layers upon layers of just, like, stuff in this... And so it's a really, like, it's a weird space. It's, like, super active, but it's also just, like, very, like, I don't know. It's, like, this, it's static and and alive at the same time. And it's just, like, modern and past and, like, all these things go, like, whatever, happening at once. And so, like, when I walked around and I was just, like, oh, this makes total sense to, like... (laughs) have uh like a you were right i just i just yeah until i saw it i wouldn't have seen it like, no and and i don't know it's why, like a casino like, in the middle of the desert in yeah, las vegas yeah 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 and like i mean it, it i don't know like this it, the sight spoke to me right like you're just sort of like oh my god like this is there it's charged right like it's yeah. like there's a there's a um like a, a vi- vibrancy to it that like and as an it's, as someone who you you live down here, as yeah. someone who lives in LA, yeah, and I'm sure a lot of people can relate to it. It is an escape. Like coming down here, there's something. The it's it's not wet, different weather wise. Mm. Landscape doesn't change too much, but just even not even just being on the site, just the the the, the town of San, oh, Pe- uh, San Pedro is, yeah, is so wild. like it's wild. It's so uh, there's it's just relax. It feels it doesn't even look that different. There's just something that feels slower, and it it it's like even though you're exhausted the whole time, you feel chill. Yeah. it's the weirdest thing because you're doing the the uh, the you're installing and stuff. You're tired, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's like there's something about like, you know, the proximity to the ocean for sure. Um, There's something about just like kind of like being at the mercy of the elements. And then when you come down from L.A. or, or, you know, like people who who have participated have come from all over, like all over the country, all over the world. And like it's like this weird thing that you're 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 having to like traverse and like get to this destination that then feels like, like, I mean, it doesn't feel part of LA. It doesn't feel part of anything other than what it itself, you know? And like, so, but the naval element, the naval, the the military element of it is, is also kind of strange, right? Because you're like in the, it's like, what is more American history? (laughs) Well, yeah. And, and like, like the fact that it's like a, it's a, an air, uh, like an air force base, right? Like an, an army base. And like, so there was there, so this was not like, so was there like a, a a runway here or? No, um, it's like, sorry. So it's army, the air force base is over there. Uh, like still there's a section of, this was called Fort MacArthur. Um, and named after Douglas MacArthur, I'm guessing. Yes. Who, who 
was a bad man to the Philippines. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> if you if you want to learn some history, go look at what he did to the Philippines. He lied to them. He told them he loved the place, and then just firebombed the shit out. Of them. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> as as you do. As, he was like, as one it's does. the pearl of the Orient. Like, man, yeah. the Philippines was like, mm. it was it was a meeting point between the East and the West in this crazy way. And then during that during the uh, the war, it was like, oh yeah, never mind. Yeah, none of it's left. Exactly. Um, I mean, all of the, like, I was just reading, um, there's a Sarah Vowell book, um, Unfamiliar Fishes, that's about Hawaii and about the colonization of Hawaii. And, um, yeah, you just realize all those Pacific islands are just like, uh, you know, at a certain point, they do just become like, like these, like, literal stepping stones, you know, like, it, it's just like, oh, can we park our ships here? cool well, like let, it's ours now <laughs> you there's know like, like there's gi burger there's like yeah. there, there's so much uh, cultural branding tied into military american military culture in the philippines it's baffling it's crazy you get over there and it's all yeah it, it, it it's like you can tell <laughs> that we occupied them yeah so i mean this site i mean it's just like yeah so i mean angels gate cultural center is literally like the barracks like so so the gallery like the building a which is behind you is like you know like their art gallery now and i love the idea that like these are army these were army barracks and now they're like art studios yeah there's a model railroad club in one of the old barracks there's like there's all this weird stuff on the in this campus in all these buildings that have been like you know that were military and then on top of that, it's just like we talk about history and stuff. And like, it's just like, yeah, I moved down here and I was just like, okay, like, whoa, I had no idea that like San Pedro is, a, um, you know, was like the Pacific front in World War II. Like, you're just like, oh, yeah, I guess that makes sense. Like, whatever. And then you're like, oh, and World War One too. Like, we were like protecting from whatever. But then you're like, oh, yeah. And that's just like like from when like you know like like white america took over because before that like it's just like uh, like a very vibrant like i mean this peninsula is just like was the like launch point for like the tongva people oh, really? to like to like uh, you know and and for like ages and so this now also like this site is like sacred to um, the Gabrielino Tongva tribe, they have over there, like I'm pointing, like everyone can see. Um, <laughs> well, they can see you. They they, can, well, they <laughs> do the gathering of the elders here every oh, year, wow. which I love too. In this, in this, is that what all the wood stuff? Yeah, is there? those oh. are so those are like the, um, the, they're like the, the huts or, um, but they do like they do a two day event here where they invite, um, members of other tribes and they have like they just have like a two-day event um they have a fire that they keep going and like it's hosted by the tongva people and i like i just think that like that's incredible too so it's just like you talk about like these layers of stuff like on top of you know it's just like oh we're gonna like it's a military base now it's an art center now it's this and then like but i love the idea that then it's just like that's back on top like it's just like it's come back around again Mm -hmm. to like so it's like original layer (laughs) of history now when the like gathering of the elders happens like it's just like 
it's amazing because it's just like, but also de depressing and devastating at the same time, right? Because it's just like. But if you give it, it enough time, it'll, it'll look like ancient Rome to us, and and it'll be charming again. Well, yeah, and it's just like, and but that's what I mean. <laughs> and about we the, won't remember who the Tongva people were. Because yeah, they'll be like the Etruscans. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and that's like, I mean, it's it's you don't arguably you don't feel that as much in other parts of LA. And oh, 100%. So like yeah. when I when I first moved down here and I started like experiencing all that like it blew my mind cuz like you hear and this is like uh, I guess like we're moving out of like talking about OPEF and then talking more about like my interest in like this part of the world. Um and when I moved down here, I just sort of like um I don't know, like, I'm not from Los Angeles, and so my whole life, um, you know, like, my my connection to Los Angeles was like everyone else, right? Like, through film and, and popular culture, kind of, like, and then you hear these things about Los Angeles, like, you're just like, oh, it's, it has no history, you know, like, it's, it's a blah 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 and then i moved out here and or but specifically down it to, has a lot of brown history well <laughs> that's, that's what they mean <laughs> well that's the thing right like you you it's you're like, like what does that actually mean right like it means what, we move the border and we won't don't want to acknowledge yeah all the people that yeah, live yeah, here yeah. First. And, yeah, the, yeah. and then you're like okay like so acknowledged like history that like americans understand like is always in relation to European history, right? Yeah. And so when you're like, oh, there's no history here, it's like, why? Because like, like, w white people only started living here like, you know, 200 years ago instead of 400. Like, like because people don't say that about like Boston, right? No, like yeah. people are like, oh, it has no history, and it's just like that's also like. If you're talking about white colonial history, it's still relatively new history. Oh, yeah. Comparatively, right? Like with, with like... I mean, I grew up in Italy, so all of that, yeah. that, that whole conversation is comical. Yeah. Like the, the span that we're, 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 we're restricted to is very funny it's, to me. Yeah. And, but it's, but it's, it's weirdly like it's all like kind of in relation to like, like, yeah, like Italian history or something. Like you're just like, oh, we haven't been around as long as that. But it's just like... Yeah, everyone has, honestly. Yeah. Like Well, no, but... I mean, that I think I think look, I you you bring up a really interesting point, which is my op opportunity to to insert this into the conversation, but like honestly, people don't know about a lot of these histories because we did it to these countries. Like, you for know, like yeah, like sure. like if people if Americans became aware of Latin American history, they would be horrified. They're just touching they're just scratching the surface. They don't understand the depths of that. Yeah. And the same thing happens in Africa. And so like I mean, yeah, it's insane. It it is a very one of the things that's so crazy about this particular spot is how much of that like I don't know I've no I've not seen I've not been on a military base barracks or anything like that uh, that, uh, 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 that are contemporary but like just the digging in you know like okay so we've got like a peninsula and it's i'm guessing that it didn't have this void right here in the middle of it yeah so we just dug into this we put up concrete it's a very very boomer era kind of mentality i don't i you know like now all construction is like oh well we got to make it green so we'll just 
put the podcast on on the people. Whereas over here, it was like, yeah, fuck it. <laughs> we'll use nukes to frag. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is like, yeah, I mean, what's, what's also crazy about this site is it like, I mean, this is nine god like 1917 i think it was built like for world war one was in like 1918 or something right um so this was like these batteries were dug out into the hill oh, so this is world war one so oh so this is pre-boomer i'm completely this wrong is, yeah, yeah so yeah. that's what's crazy too is because like what we see and what we're seeing like with the concrete slabs and you know these buildings stuff this is definitely world war two and later because they've had to like do stuff like these tunnels and mm. and all that but there are like so the the center part of the battery that round part like there there there's a also like yeah there's a military museum in this complex too which is kind of crazy because there's there's another battery that's on the grounds of the military museum that's pristine which is crazy because this one's all like covered in garbage and graffiti and stuff like that. And that's also why I like doing um, OPAF here because it's like, it's the one that isn't fenced off. Mm -hmm. And so it's like a skate spot. It's like oh, people, man, people totally smoke here. weed here. People like do whatever else here. Like there's always trash. Like you never know what you're going to find when you come here. I just but realized I have my skateboard. Yeah, you should. The, the top part. Yeah, yeah no, I yeah. know exactly what part people uh, skate. <laughs> yeah. So, um, <laughs> but like the other batteries uh, in the, comp like the, the ones that sound by the military museum is there. It's like a pristine, um, like it hasn't changed since it was decommissioned in 1975, I think is when this shut down as a military base. Um, and yeah, it's just like the, this kind of, um, uh, I don't know, like architecture and these buildings and stuff that are just like all about, you know, war make it feel really strange too. Because yeah. you're not like, like uh, the art studios are a good example of that too. Like you're just sort of like, oh, look at th these buildings are, are odd. And then you're like, oh, those buildings existed to like house soldiers they're like purely. just they're boxes with a yeah, <laughs> with a tri with a slanted exactly roof. like that's all they're about like there's no like architect there's utility to it there's no architecture you're like, making it really hard not to bring up that i've been playing civ 6 <laughs> which, which is, is it's it's a world dom it's like risk on a computer okay okay <laughs> but it's all about building like barracks and stuff like that right so my brain is just like oh my god just acknowledge it okay yeah. now we can move on <laughs> you're taking notes you're like Oh, this is nice. But yeah. yeah, I don't know. But like, um, there are, and oh, and then so yeah, so World War One ish is when this, like, it was a it was a base before that. I think in the in the late eighteen hundreds, and then in World War One there was a um a I mean a cannon essentially a fancy cannon because there were no missiles yet right, but there was like um a, a gun in the battery like oh, a, cool. a giant gun in the battery pointing at the ocean oh. for you know so you can shoot boats and and then it got changed over to, into world war ii it was just like surface to air missiles and then post world war ii um there were like actual nuclear missiles here like there was the nike there like the nike um 
whatever. They're like the that was that's kind of what the, Nina's piece was about. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. They're like the cute nuclear missiles. They're like the little ones that like mm-hmm. still that wouldn't blow the up the tactical a, ones. Yeah, they wouldn't blow <laughs> up like a whole city, but they would they would you know destroy a, a a ship pretty cleanly. But there's there are sites all up and down the coast, but there there's at least two that I know of in San Pedro. There's this one and there's another one at um, at uh, White Point, Royal Palms, another park over here. And like, so you'll just be on a hike and it'll be like, it'll look like it does now, like all overgrown with like mustard and mallow and grass and like invasive plants and like whatever and it's garbage strewn about and whatever. And then all of a sudden you're just like, oh, what is this like weird steel thing that I'm standing on and you're like oh that was the door that would open when the like (laughs) nukes would pop out to go so I don't know it's just like to know that like I never I never really thought of like this part of the world as like I don't know for whatever reason I just didn't think of it as connected to like you know those war histories modern war histories and so uh, like that's fascinating to me too and then the fact that like you know decommissioning an army base too right like where you're just like at a certain point the army decided that this site was not necessary to have anymore like they're like okay like uh, nine in 1975 somebody decided you know by order of congress or something we're going to shut down this base it's probably because of drones and they, uh, <laughs> Who knows? Like it's just like it just. I mean, I, I mean, yeah. maybe not specifically drones, but they just like made better technology. Exactly. That they don't need to, they're like, okay, like w- we could put it in Omaha now, where no one lives. Right. Like they're like they're like we don't need to actually watch the ocean anymore. Yeah. Right. Like we're gonna know six months in advance. If Although there's a, there's a Chinese spy balloon that right. would argue with it now. <laughs> right. We we haven't figured that out yet, but like they at least know now. That, like, things are coming and they can, like, they can spot it with satellites and whatever. And so, like, but the the way that, like, this base is decommissioned is fascinating to me. It's just basically, like, like, literally, like, they're like, okay, we're just packing up and leaving. And, like, it's it's a time capsule, right? Like, yeah. it's just, like, it's this weird thing where it's just, like, time stopped. It's, like, um... Go, it's going to a ghost town or something, yeah, right? Yeah. Like where you're just sort of like, where did all the people go? Like what? But like there's still chips on the on the rack in the general store. But like, I don't know. It's so. Um, have you have you ever been to like an uh, ancient? It's like or I mean I'm sp- sp- like European. Like or yeah. even Roman uh, ba- like uh, military bases and stuff like that. Yeah, like anytime something like that is abandoned, you're right. It is really, really interesting it's, because it's, it's, it's you've you've shaped the landscape or you've shaped, and a lot of times it is into the landscape, like just like bunkers into stuff or like you know the the battery that's dug in. But it's like there's so much intention and so much specific usage. Even the the buildings that you were talking about mm. that are straight up barracks. Yeah. And like they look like barracks. Like it really it is always interesting to go into those spaces. And just hearing you talk about that, like the the transition from weaponry and like just slowly becoming obsolete it's really it really is fascinating so what have where, have you been where i remember someone took me there's some really interesting ones 
in the Bay Area. Have you checked out any of those? Uh, up north. Up north. Yeah, yeah, no. That's what, like, people, it's funny because... Because um, it might be interesting to do it at another base, to do well, OPEF at another... that's what, yeah. I mean, people tell me that this reminds them of um, Headlands, I think, which is up there, and um, which is another, it's exact, not exactly, but, like, similar thing where it's, like, I think it was a army um, base that's now an art center, and... I don't know about doing it there, but like the the spot that I'm kind of looking at right now is there's also and it's similar, but um, there's um, uh, is it a Hugo Chavez Park or something? There's a park in Berkeley that's on the water that like was uh, a an active like port kind of thing that's now just like you know the port has kind of like moved over to so like boats aren't coming in and out and it's just been left also so it's like um you know like piers and things that are just sort of just like sitting there unused now and so it has that that um I feel like I you said, would really like Civ Six. <laughs> yeah, it's slippery slope. I think I just said Hugo Chavez instead of Cesar, Cesar Chavez. Um, oh, but you know Chavez, what? Hugo but, um, Chavez is not the villain that we were brought yeah, up to think so, he was yeah. in the 90s. He's actually a he, pretty dope dude. But but still does not have a park named after him in Berkeley. Um, he would never. He's a communist. Yes. Um, but yeah, but like there's... But then I get, like, in this thing where it's just, like, I don't want to get, like, bogged down in always attaching the event to these spaces that are just, like... Because, okay, so the one that we did in Santa Rosa last year was just, like, straight up in a a small park in Santa Rosa, right? Mm. Like, just a park. A mm. really cute little park. And it was, like, when I got a, per a park permit to do it there, and it was all official, and it was, like... It was about just, like, doing it in this, like, totally, um, uh, like, I don't want to say bland. I mean, it was a really cute little park. Like, there was, like, a little bridge over a... a Sounds suburban. A, yeah, but it was, it was, like, more suburban. It was, like... Yeah, but not was, that this isn't suburban, but it's it's a little bit more removed, and because you, the, because of the hills here, you feel like this is a little bit more detached from like the suburban part of San Pedro. Yeah, and I mean the park in Santa Rosa didn't have like th these like deep rooted layers of like dark yeah, history yeah. too. Like, so it, what, did did you feel that that was lacking? <laughs> no, it no, was um, it was like it was like refreshing in a way. Like, you know, it was just like nice in a way, and it, and it just like it gives you something else to react to and respond to. It's just like, oh, okay, like I'm responding to like urban planning in a different way. Yeah. Whereas this is just like, yeah, it's it's a different kind of urban planning. It's and it's military planning, and it's like all this other stuff that's just like has defined what the space is um, that you still have to respond to, but um, it's loaded, I guess, in a, in a way that like maybe that park arguably wasn't. Um, and so, yeah, it's, it's kind of fun to just like think about spaces that like are as different 
to each other as like as you know as the 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 participants are right yeah, like yeah. where it's just like okay it doesn't always have to be like i think that was outside also but then i think about like okay like i've never done an opaf indoor like and for me a lot of that that would be been, such an so, such an interesting and jarring experience yeah. but but I'd, I I want to see that. I, I I'm pretty interested. But in yeah, but then but then I'm just like, but I don't know. Maybe part of like what what I don't know, like what a part of the appeal about doing stuff out outdoor is just like there's something like you know like out of outside the like human realm that like w- you'll you never have control over, right? The wind, for yeah. example, right? Like it's just like I but, can't control the wind yet, but like. But I like the idea of misfits, like, cause, cause this this venue sort of fits the the let's say the clientele, mm. right? Like, I I feel like, or maybe I've just grown used to associating people, but I just feel like because we're artists, uh, you've made me get used to this as as kind of like a DIY run and gun kind of like yo let's just do it yeah whereas it would be interesting to see our unkept selves within <laughs> does that does do you, do you yeah. get what I'm saying like yeah, yeah, within yeah. that context it changes mm. it a little bit yeah it, it's it would be like kind of like uh, an invasion of a space that the it, like that it's it would be like you would be facilitating them having access to a white cube that maybe these spaces don't necessarily yeah. do and to see what they would do with that because it is it's still a very powerful i was talking to someone about this uh, stuff that he does which is machinima which he makes movies inside video games uh-huh. that are very easy to control like the video games have like a lot of c- controllability because they've been out so he'll make movies and and act them out and i was like well do you ever see like that becoming an art in its own right instead of just like a niche thing is like not without the gallery space Mm. so it's interesting to bring these like diy concepts full circle back into the traditional art space and see and see how i mean i like that's that that's um maybe i'm reacting to that one most because i can visualize it and i can't necessarily visualize those other spaces so i'm not saying it's a better idea than the other ones i'm just saying that like oh yeah you know what based on everything that we talk been talking about that does sound like an interesting Mm -hmm. like because i just feel like we have like a little bit more grime on us yeah as not not that i don't bathe or you don't bathe Mm -hmm. but i just feel like that's the that's the aesthetic of like like not quite like um you know uh, going out to Coachella and stuff like that, but because of the outdoor nature, it, it you know, no one's wearing appropriated headdresses and stuff like that. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think like, um, I mean, the core thing for me is just like, like um, finding spaces and sites that like. I don't want to say force you, but like at least ask you to relinquish some control, right? Yeah. And and that's what like I think like when I think about like what is the core of um, any site that I would I I could see Opav happening in, it's that like it's just like how would it how would it ask participants to just like let go of some stuff and really think about like inserting their 
ideas their whatever problem solving yeah like into into that and so like yeah i don't know i mean i i was thinking like uh like i i i like the idea of like um doing something like at sea also which could be kind of good like on a a boat or like a barge or something but i mean that gets a little more complicated but like but just like that would be an example of 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 it as well like where it's just like uh, like there's just like there's a movement or that you're dealing with right like there's like also weather but like like yeah like i don't know like uh, one of the things that we also haven't talked about is that like most spaces most like fancy galleries would not want their artwork just to be outside you know right which is which is definitely a challenge of doing it especially when i had that that year that i had the 14 pieces i was like why did i do this you know and there's there's but 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 i mean i think i do really appreciate that challenge I I literally did not know how I was going to resolve that issue. And I just went to uh, Home Depot and I found the things that I needed. You know, I, I, I like I used the stuff that I need. I basically I mean, I've put up drywall several different times in my life for several different jobs. Yeah. So I knew that it would work. And all I needed to do was figure out how to stick it into the ground. So that was really the only issue that I had to figure out. Right. But it was super fun. And I was like, I like, I mean, I worked way too hard <laughs> to build those things <laughs> yeah. and to install them and stuff like that. That like, it was like, it's like when, you know, I don't know if you've ever done this, but you're like, you have a speech or something that you have to prepare for and you spend all night cramming for it. And then by the time you have to do the performance, you like suck because you haven't gotten any sleep. Because you're too tired. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's exactly what recording that episode was like. Uh-huh. But it was like, but man, the excitement. And I was so happy to build something. Yeah, that That yeah. dude the building of something oh that that was killer (laughs) yeah and i mean but just like the the fact that you had to like problem solve in real time also like which is something that happens i don't know if you've ever experienced like i I mean i just say capital a art fairs right like art fairs that that like 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 let's say like art basel or something i I, I just went this last year yeah and so like i don't know if you've ever been there for setup or if you've ever like shown there or anything but the i mean that stuff happens all the time right like where it's just like you're you are problem solving but it's still like you're problem solving in a in a way that's just like completely different like it's like you at least know that like the walls are going to stay up you at least know (laughs) that like you can plug your drill in somewhere you at least know that the lights are going to work and if they don't you can like complain to the organizer and be like hey i paid ten thousand dollars for this booth and everything should be working um but it's a different, like, I mean, the problem solving that, like, has to happen here it, or, you know, at OPAF is, like, something that, like, I don't know. Like, I, like, I want it to be, like, um, you know, part of <laughs> the event itself, right? Yeah, yeah. And, like, part of, like, this thing that, like, you, that people embrace. And rather than it being, like, yeah, it's stressful in the moment, but ultimately it's just, like not really gonna affect anything like you'll figure it out like everything will be chill like yeah. you're like cool like that's that's like the the vibe the, the stakes <laughs> feel high because you care 
Yeah. But they're not necessarily. Not, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. No one, no one's gonna be like, oh man, that shit is crooked. <laughs> right, and and if they did, they'd be like, oh, it's crooked because like I'm also crooked because I'm standing <laughs> on a hill trying not to like roll down into a battery, um, a bunker. Yeah. You know. Well, I mean, in terms of that challenge, that is one of the things that I'm most proud of. Like you know, in in retrospect of events that I've shown, I mean, I've curated in galleries and the shows have been great, mm. but. I'm personally proud of that because of the challenge of managing 14 people's work, not getting any of it effed up under the conditions mm -hmm. and like having people be like, oh, hey, be really excited about about what you've done. Like, you know, being too tired to really appreciate people's appreciation, but also like when you get home and you've rested, like, hey, I think people were into that, uh -huh. you know, like yeah, they, yeah. Were, they were they were cool. Yeah. And I mean, I was so shy back then that doing the live one was like so ambitious, but I've de I will definitely, if you, if you go, one of the things that I want to start doing with the show is traveling because yeah. I, because I'm uh, not tethered to an actual work location because uh -huh. I can work from home now. So, or uh, remotely. So, I mean, if you, if you do one, I definitely want to come up because honestly, any city I can I can use that bump. Yeah. You know, the yeah, the, yeah. the the bump of being in a place where the, there's I don't think I could maybe look really really hard, but I don't think that there's a venue where I would meet more people for the show that would be potential listeners than anywhere else. I yeah. don't even think if I went to like, you know, uh like a, a, did a live show at, at 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 like say for example Jean Milan gave me permission to do one at Cirrus again, <laughs> which he did one time. Like, I really don't think that showing there would have as prestigious a space as, and I really respect Cirrus, my audience is the people that are in OPAF. Yeah. And, and I think it's the same thing with the people that do Made in LA. It's all those people. It's that DIY artist run. Like, I'm not waiting for you to tell me that I'm an artist. I'm an artist. I'm going to do art things. And, yeah. you know... Uh, so I, I'm definitely down. Just keep me posted. Keep everyone posted, please, on where the next one is. Yeah. Because with lots of anticipation. I mean, I came to the last one, and I and after being to the last one, I do understand what you were saying. Uh, it didn't feel light in number of attendees, but I felt like um, the 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 same thing that's happening to Monta Vista and all other places is happening everywhere. I think uh, Liz Nuremberg, who I don't know if you know, it, uh, from TSALA, was uh, on her episode, she was talking about how she sees that a lot of mid-tier places are struggling because of COVID. Yeah. And now, just now, the artist-run stuff is getting getting back in there. Just yeah. now. Like, we're, we're literally just recovering ourselves. Like, I don't even know how many weeks out, how many... I don't know how many shows we have scheduled... <laughs> <laughs> but we definitely don't have a schedule uh, uh, like a years long schedule because yeah, yeah. all of our members are trying to scramble yeah. to like get their lives together you know yeah i mean every like every aspect of the world right is like scrambling right now and like i think it's just again like it's um just to tie it back into this weird like idea of like history <laughs> um it, just like thinking about the future is like something we've all had to sort of like I think like uh, generally speaking I think like 
humans, not just art humans, <laughs> like I just mean people in general, like are having a harder time thinking about the future um, than ever before in our lifetime. <laughs> oh <my> and, God. <laughs> and so I just think like that's just on a really basic level. It's just like nobody wants to plan because you're just like, but what if? But then and then you 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 get to this point where you're just like, OK, cool. Like, I don't everything's fine again like I'm gonna plan I'm gonna like whatever but there's still something inside all of us now because of what we've all been through like recently like where we're just like oh but but what and then like and then on top of that you like you know sure you like sprinkle in like uh climate <laughs> you, sprinkle, <laughs> you sprinkle in like you know mass shootings you sprinkle in oh, like dude politics and then you're just sort of like you're just like okay like I don't know I I it's rather than and I think I'm trying to like yeah like I, I'm not it's I'm not trying to be like a downer it's like quite the opposite for me like where I'm just like this is also like a re it's really exciting for me to think about like okay well well then like could this finally be like the end of these like these um systems that were in place right like the the like the really like you know money driven art system that like i set out to kind of like you know make an alternative to with opaf and what i'm doing it's just like oh is it finally like everything's caught up and like everything's collapsing and so it's just like then what do you what comes out of that rubble like what yeah. Like, can you just stand on top of it and just be like, you know what? Fuck it. It's like it's like um, us sitting on top of like an, a, a decommissioned base that's just like got left to rot. Right. Like, it's just like is that this moment of time that we're in, like where we're just like, OK, we're just standing on this like the decommissioned world, you know, and like Look. and then like it's just like, what do you build on top of that? Right. Like like I, I don't know that 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 you're, is you're describing the, the the thought process of the building this show. It's like, well, what else am I going to do? Yeah. Th there's nothing that gives me anything to look forward to. So I yeah. totally I totally understand. I, I I really do respect and appreciate the 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 work that's going into sort of figuring out what's next I, I i as i i mean i used to do this show on usb mics mm -hmm. uh t connected to a computer that would crash and destroy my all of my work and i took the time off to to really make the effort to like get this and i'm i've never been happier yeah you know so These mics are great thanks <laughs> uh, uh but but i'm just saying that like sometimes that like time to reassess and and and, and re reinvigorate the mission and restructure it because like I said, I'm very excited about some of the stuff that you're talking about here. The 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 fact that you're a, f a 501 jeans, and I'm just uh -huh. never going to learn that That's word. Fine. <laughs> I'm only going to know 401k. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm a 401 button fly. Only for yeah. only for profit numbers, I need to know. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, totally. Can I can, can I really quickly? Uh, we should probably start wrapping up because yeah. I'm going to be very cold. I can tell. Yeah, <laughs> as that you, sun is you, going. Down. I see you can see me like yeah. I'm shrinking as a human being. Yeah, I was that, like, that's fine. I was I mean, all I'm, like this. I'm cold and I'm like <laughs> dressed appropriately. So yeah. Um, so 
I don't. I uh, as someone who's okay. I mean, I'm I'm not saying this as a lament. I'm totally okay with being overshadowed by my my art practice being overshadowed by the work that I do. In I don't want to be grandiose, but in theory, like a community project mm. similar, where like you know, um, people get access, get, people get platformed, and and uh, um, so. What is your like? What kind of work do you make? I don't. I don't know anything about that, and I don't know if I know anybody who does. It's a mi- bit of a mystery. Well, I do. Yes. Okay. Um, well, the flagpole. So the spaces that I do, um, uh, Harbor View and Pole, which is the flagpole gallery, and Yard Pedro was the sculpture space that started the whole thing. Harbor View and Pole, up until this past year always like the flagpole was mm-hmm. my booth like, okay cool i was just like yes like i am not passing up this opportunity <laughs> to use the giant flagpole and so like i would show but i wouldn't show my work like i i showed you would curate flags. well yeah because that that both of those projects are also like i mean i run those spaces but they're not i don't show my work so so like yes and no like I've had that and then like I've asked people to do things at OPAF and like kind of like tongue in cheek call it like you know like a special project of like Yard Pedro or something but like but yeah it's not about me but that being said like um, other places in OPAF is as much as my like art practice as like other things that I do in my art practice and so like and I've come to like I, it was hard for me to um, say that and and like admit that for a while because I was just like I was like no it's just like I'm not but then like you start thinking about like like I realized like my my art practice is a social practice like my art practice is like about um, like even work that I make that's like object based is about it's propositional and it's about conversations and it's about like um cause and effect and you know thinking about sight and all these kind of things and i realize is it mostly performative like, or or, or it's, okay yeah i mean i would say like mostly performative um right now though like i mean if you if you wanted to like talk about just like my like my studio practice right now is just like d- making just stuff i feel like making and i and and not thinking about and this is like a I think a post-pandemic thing that's like also like silver lining of like you know a moment when like n- no one's looking at anything so it's just like okay like so like kind of like distilling down to it's like pure sense like what you want to make w- for yourself right so like right now I'm making like ceramics um I'm making like little bird sculptures in ceramic and it's just like I don't know they're just like and they're ending up all around my house and like I don't know if anyone will ever see them I don't care if I'm ever going to show them but like that's my practice (laughs) like it's just like that's what I'm doing and I don't care and um you know like but OPAF is as much of my practice uh, for me and like you know setting up the nonprofit is like as much of a an art practice for me as like anything else like writing or or painting or mm-hmm. per- doing a like perf- 
quote-unquote performance. I mean, it's all a performance, I guess, on some level, but um, but that's not to, like, you know, take anything away from any element of it. It's not it's not to say that like it's none of it is real right like it, it's it's all very real and like it sounds like your opaf stuff my, is more front facing and more and then the 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 studio practice might be more private yeah i guess and like the opaf stuff too it's just like um weirdly it's just like the way that i think about the event and just like the elements of the event from everything from like having to like have an like uh, you know make an application form to like find a venue to like um you know facilitate things like it's like all those pieces for me are just like the same as pieces in um a show I would have or like um, I can relate to that I, yeah. as someone who's done a, a fair amount of conceptual stuff a lot of my practice has been I keep a drawing practice just so that I have a regular practice but a lot of my practice just ends up being like sourcing stuff and I'm like oh, okay I'm gonna go to San Pedro to buy a, uh, a specific uh, shredder that I can't find anywhere else uh. you know like it, that, I, that that I can totally relate to that idea of like non-traditional non-traditional art practice i guess you yeah. know of of like okay this isn't sitting in the studio but i did just drive an hour away to pick up a very specific element sculptural element that is this piece of electronics you know that is going to work into this like and so i remember early on in that part of the process where it just being like oh okay you know <laughs> so i totally i totally relate that and i think that's 100% valid which which now I feel bad about how I framed the question because I didn't mean to invalidate that as your art practice. No, no, no. Yeah. Uh, no, and, like, uh, not at all. And, like, I think that, like, uh, it's, again, too, it's something that, like, I had to become okay with because it's, like, I don't, I don't feel entirely comfortable claiming ownership over um, a communal event also, right? But then I was thinking about, like, I whenever I have shows in galleries of my work as, you know, myself, not as OPAP-related, whatever, I'm just talking about, like, show, like you know, sh shows of my studio work, whatever. There was something, like, every show I've ever had, I've curated other people's work into my show, whether that's, like, through having, like, an event at the show where there are performances and things like that, or, or like actually having other people's work in my show and and I so that's what, like when I stepped back and I was just like oh like yeah I'm just it's the same thing like I don't need to feel like that's like it's an ownership issue it's not because mm -hmm. like my practice is about like creating community like on whatever level like whether it's like through like inviting people to perform at my, sh you know, at my show or well, I mean, organizing I think it's an fair event. To, like, I think it's, it's a collaborative practice. That that that, yeah. and that way you don't have to worry about the ownership, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah like like exactly. like it is. Yeah, I I I totally I I I don't think I didn't think that as a uh, or I understand the self-loathing human guilt involved in the, in the, in the struggle with that because I have that as well sometimes, but 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 uh, but I think that that's like a pretty valid like I I think it's fair to say that Opaf is your art without 
it without me feeling like I'm invalidated or my participation is invalidated. I have no problem with saying that I participated in your art practice. That may, is so comforting to me. Well, and and, it, yeah. and it's actually, it makes me feel better about my, uh, my ripping you off. <laughs> no, it's great to, I mean, it's great to hear that because like, yeah, it's just like, that's something that like, um, yeah, it's, it's like, it's a hard. I'll put it to you this way. Yeah. This is a collaborative process, but this is my fucking show. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and and I think that like uh, all the stuff that goes in the back end of it that most people don't get to like, you know, if if somebody if I have editors and stuff like that, then it becomes a different thing. Yeah. But literally, like when I leave, like everything like this doesn't exist if I don't do anything. Yeah. 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 OPAF does not exist without you making it happen yeah even though we all are participants in it so i i would say that uh, as someone who's come to terms and had those same thoughts mm. about like because i do speak about the show in the royal we yeah <laughs> even though it's literally me <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> but but i totally get that yeah is there anything that uh that we can promote for you coming up uh you're you are at OPAF on Instagram uh, and at it's at other places art fair. Oh my bad. Oh, that's okay on Instagram and then it's opaf.info is the site the website. Um, the Instagram is the best way to like know what's going on, um, and that's where like I will I would do any announcements about. Um, application or like upcoming things um yeah that's all you need to know those, yeah. those two things you don't have a support uh, or a volunteer system that, that uh, you set up yet no <laughs> <laughs> i just want to if i can send people your way to, uh, to to do free labor i'm happy to do it yeah um we'll get to that <laughs> we'll get to that okay yeah, we'll keep posted on the instagram uh, yeah. for opportunities to help i will say this and i will say it again if you want if you are on the outside of the the art world you're new to los angeles you've been here for 10 years and you haven't been able to figure out how to form some sense of community opaf follow this uh th this this project because it is i i have uh friends that i've met that i met doing the sh the podcast here that day that i'm still like you know that invite me to christmas because <laughs> they know how lonely i am on christmas because my family doesn't live here and i don't leave town to go visit them okay. so, so mission accomplished <laughs> so 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 uh okay so yeah. you have made me less lonely i want you to understand that Great. but I, but i also want people to understand like this is a legit way of meeting people that are like-minded if you're the kind of person don't come here expecting th you know the world to be handed to you but if you want to meet other artists that are similarly minded that do it because they don't know they can't help themselves uh opaf is a definitely a place to go i would say that you i mean not to diss any other projects out there but directly affecting my life yours and <laughs> your, your your project that made in l.a uh, are hard to deny as being the pinnacle of, uh, of 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 just events that are formational and projects that have helped me sort of become who I am as a podcaster, as a artist, as a curator. So I really would like to give you all the credit that you deserve. This is a great honor to have you on. Oh, uh, thank you. I I really appreciate all the work you do, and your your art is amazing. Thank you. Well, that's 
nice to hear. Thank you for having me, and it's been great chatting. And yeah, I'm uh, excited for you to participate again, uh, whatever that means, whenever that happens. What, the problem is that now that we've done this, I think we're friends. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so you're going to have to deal with the fallout of that. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, thank you guys so much for checking out the show. And this has been a very nice. Uh, it's it's uh, uh, the first thing I said to Kay when I got here was that the only time I've ever installed here or that it's exciting to be installing the show here like this because I've never been here and not had to be exhausted. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is like, I'm like, I'm not going to fall asleep on the ride home. Yeah. Uh, and just one, uh, uh, this is a plug for like this part of Los Angeles. Everyone should come, not just for OPAF, but come visit San Pedro and the Palos Verdes Peninsula in general. Because a lot of people don't even know that this part of L.A. exists, like the harbor area, and um, it's bonkers. It's closer than you think. It's it's and it's 40 minutes. It was it yeah. really wasn't that, that. And it's just otherworldly, and, and there's whatever. Just come, come down. I, come south. I'm actually going to come back here uh, pretty soon. I think I'm going to take, like, I've been wanting to take a break, but not wanting to go into the mountains and hike. Yeah. And I think that this yeah, is, this like is perfect. There's th lots of like, um, coastal bluff hikes here yeah. and it's just, and no one's ever there. So do cool. it. Bye. Uh, bye. And we'll be back <laughs> next week with another guest with another topic that may or may not be art related.